Episode 17. Finally, it's here. The Big 1-7. This is FIA Ghost PC. I'm your host, Danny Hale, aka Rebel Zen. And it's quite quiet at the moment. Uh, I'm sitting here in a, well, dark place. No lights. Well, it's, it's only because the theme this week, which is all about Halloween, that's the theme. And yeah, I'm going to have to raise some people from the dead. So I'm going to press my little gadget, which... Uh, my prop master is handing me over. He's an invisible prop master. Very good. Stay with me. And yes, it's been pressed. So they're all here now, reincarnated uh, in different forms that look exactly like their previous forms. Only you can't see because this is audio. I am here with the producer, as always. Say hello, Winifred. Hello. I'm also here with the Urban Oracle. Okay, Shaq, say hello. Boom. Hope there you go, that was good. Open scared you. That was scary, <laughs> considering that you're an uh, animated zombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm also here with the one and only Unicorn Slayer, a.k.a. Pete. Say hello. A yum yum accent's already scary enough, so I don't need to do anything else. I'll just go with that. It's <laughs> very, that is very true. And uh, just for the kids at the back, you can't see because this is audio uh, again. Uh, you're wearing a Hogwarts alumni t shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work as Hagrid. Are you? Yeah. I, I thought, can see that. Yeah, I thought, fat man with a beard, what kind of costume can I yeah. do? Perfect. But you're the opposite of Hagrid, because you're not trying to look after unicorns, you're trying to slay them. Yeah. So, you are the worst zookeeper in the world. Pretty much. No, I'm fine with all the others. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Really sure? Yeah. How about the hybrids? How about the centaur unicorn hybrids? Um, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. oh, don't don't tell me they don't exist. Don't is tell that, me they don't exist. Is that, is that just like the body of a, a man with a horse's back and then just a horn on his head? <laughs> we'll, we can go with that. I could say he's the, the top half is uh, the unicorn t- torso, upper torso, and the bottom are like kids' legs, which would be weirder. That would be very strange. That would be strange. But I'm, I'm I don't pretty... accent straight away. That's just, <laughs> just too strange. I'm fairly certain they exist. Um, so we're going to move on. This uh, topic is all about Halloween. We are moments away. Moments. Literal moments away. Uh, which can be as long and as as short as you wish. No, to pretty our, sure, pretty our sure moments have to be below like two minutes. Is that right? I think it's scientifically uh, uh, factual, but I'm not sure. Well, that's that's a good point. Um, I'll be with you in a moment. You said that two weeks later, it's a bit... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be very scientific, we're 24 hours away from launch. This is quite an exciting time. We are very close to releasing the TV show literally on Halloween. We're not quite sure if it ticks over. We are on US time with Amazon Prime, so we don't know if we're... Midday launch, we don't know if we're midnight on Halloween, uh, which is technically not Halloween anymore. Um, we don't know. That's the mystery. So <laughs> someone can tell us when it when it all kicks off. We can tell ourselves. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what's happening. Uh, so we are having a Halloween episode today. I've got a lot of stuff to do because Halloween's, I've said this many times, but it's my favourite sort of festival, I guess you'd call it, of the year. It's... Uh, it's my everything. It's my Easter, Christmas, everything like this. 
uh, Ramadan, all of this rolled into one. Mm. It's all rolled into one. Mm. I should have brought you a present, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, yes, Smash Pumpkin. Good band. Yeah, good yeah. band, Smash Pumpkins. Very that good actually band. sounds like... It, wait, is it really a band? It is a band, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. God. Sorry, you weren't, you weren't around. <laughs> you weren't around in the uh, the old 90s, were you? Um, not really. No. You, you slept through them, didn't you? Basically, yeah. yeah. Aren't they only good for Halloween? <laughs> no, no, they're uh, smashing all, all year round. All year uh, round. But you just don't want to bring them to your pumpkin patch. Because no. uh, they bring hammers. And it gets pretty pretty aggressive. All that hard work for nothing. You spend the whole year growing the pumpkins and then you yeah, invite that's, them Yeah, that's over. right. You spend the whole year growing a pumpkin. Yeah. I don't know which world you live in. Um, <laughs> how, how long does it take? <laughs> how long um, does it, take? It, it takes about as long as a piece of string. Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> don't confuse the book. All right. So in the ge- geography of life, uh, if life was an atlas, uh, it's about an inch. Takes about an inch to grow a pumpkin. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So now we've established how long it takes to uh, grow pumpkins. We'll get right back onto the Halloween topic. So Halloween. I want to ask everyone here about their memories of Halloween. Obviously, Wynn's got none. Um, she's never <laughs> around for Halloween. Um, she obviously has. Pop, pops away into a crypt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She, well, that's a cryptic period. Um, <laughs> don't really know what's going on with her at that time. Halloween's um, a crypt tonight. It could be, yeah. Um, well, you you could make the grave mistake of asking her, uh, I suppose. Uh, uh, he's trying. Shaq is trying. He's, he's, uh, he's about to spit tea all over my face, but it's okay. <laughs> so, Halloween. Well, there's lots of things we could talk about at Halloween. We've got like, the traditions of uh, when we were young, as opposed to the injection of the American tradition of having trick-or-treat, which never happened when I was a wee lad. Mm. It was quite... Um, it's interesting, you kind of remember life and it was there was no um no one really sort of nodded to it i think television obviously made an effort to sort of say it's halloween but life didn't so it's just a normal day but colder you know mm. in the uk our, our clocks went back so for us we're going to really run out of daylight very quickly in the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. about three o'clock in the afternoon it was classically yeah when I was a wee boy. It's mm-hmm. starting to become more four now, isn't it? It's changed since the war. It has changed since the yeah. war. The war of uh, pumpkins, where they all got <laughs> smashed, that's right. Um, but we didn't really know. We didn't have pumpkins. We never carved them when I was a kid. It wasn't a thing here. Yeah. Um, over time, when I was getting to be sort of uh, early teenager, that's when it all sort of... We had the American tra- traditions turning up, mm-hmm. and Halloween became a very... Well, it became a universal holiday of wearing costumes and all this kind of stuff. Was that through TV that you saw that um, America was doing this sort of thing? Well, I mean, yeah, through television, through comics, uh, a lot of stuff like Garfield always referenced it. Uh, yeah, obviously had The Simpsons, The Treehouse of Horror, yeah, which was yeah, my favourite thing, I think, about yeah. Halloween at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you always had, like, the hints and stuff like this, of course. There's, there's also the movie franchise Halloween, which mm. takes place on Halloween, mm. so it's not false advertising. Uh, it has to really because there's no other element of Halloween. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's just a crazy nut that are going around stabbing people. Um, It'd be a poor Christmas film, really, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been an interesting twist for Christmas. Mm. You know, if I mean, it was called did... Christmas the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they it... did do like Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff like that. So I, I actually saw, I saw that at um, Merry Hill. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's one of my segues. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> 
when uh, we had a school trip to see that mm. uh, because my school felt sorry for us or something. <laughs> and we got to see that like when it premiered on the premiere day yeah. in Merry Hill in Dudley area. So black country. So it's sort of Briary Hill, isn't it? That kind of area. It is Briary Hill. It is. There mm. you go. Mm. And that's basically, we got to go to Cinema Earth to see that film. And I loved, I remember feeling, and this is my... My infant me, uh, I was probably 13 when we watched it. And I remember loving all of the artwork, loved the artwork, loved it. It's amazing. Yeah. Which is the only thing Tim Burton, I think, was responsible for was the character design and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Everything else, I was like, meh. Oh, you don't like it? Well, I'm not a big musical oh, okay. fan. In fact, I, I shouldn't even say that I'm, I'm a musical fan of any mm. accord. I hate musicals. They make me violent. <laughs> but... I think it was just I was expecting something totally different because yeah. I'd grown up with Tim Burton stuff, mm-hmm. um, Beetlejuice and, and exactly. Edward Scissorhands exactly. and all that. So Nightmare Before Christmas was almost like I had this high expectation, yeah, and it became very fluffy, became yeah. very Disney very quickly. I yeah, felt, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like when I saw the um, actual main character, I thought this is gonna be something scary, <laughs> yeah. And then I saw the, how the character acted in the actual film, and I was like, okay. Yeah, it's not nearly that's actually film. that's another good point because yeah. the guy who did the vo- voice for yeah. Jack, I didn't think it matched the idea of Jack mm. to me. Mm. But it made it very whimsical in yeah, his voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, like I said, it became very Disney very quickly. Yeah, being very for everyone, I mm. suppose. But there were some good ideas. I think later in life you grow up appreciating it more when you yeah. can go back to it. You see all of the you know the message that mm. it's actually saying. But as a kid, I just remember going, "Nah, this is nah." No, I don't want to see. I want to go next door for the horror film that mm. they're playing right now. <laughs> if they were, I can't remember if they were. But basically, the Corpse Pride, which came after that, which Johnny Depp did the voiceover for the main character. That was good. I liked that because that was more what I was expecting. It was more of a conformed story. Yeah. It was more of a. It wasn't a musical. Mm-hmm. Or there was less musical elements to it. I I liked that a lot. But yeah, there's there's a, a couple of things like that before. There was one years and years ago, and I've been trying to find it. And it was like you know the Thunderbirds puppets oh, yeah. when they were puppets because mm. it's all CG now. Yeah, the wooden sort of puppets. There was this incredible. It was on. Um, I'm sure it was Halloween. It was like a long time ago. It was a black and white film. But it was all of the puppets, and they were like um, in sort of Dracula's castle, but every character was famous from different horror genre stuff so you had the swamp thing was in it but not swamp thing comic book swamp thing it was just a swamp monster mm. then you had uh Dracula, you had frankenstein you had werewolves you had all this stuff in puppet form in this castle and i can't remember for the life of me what this thing was it was like an ultra mashup <laughs> it was like it was crazy cool and i even remember the ending i remember how it ends but I don't know the title or anything. And it was one of these things that I think my friend had. And we all watched at his house. And I've just never seen it since. It mm. doesn't exist. Answers on a postcard, please. Yeah. If anybody's got any idea what he's Or can about. point in a direction <laughs> where this might even sound reasonable. It was kind of like... Um, it was kind of like the castle. Life in a castle. And it, all the characters were doing their own thing. And it was like, um, almost like Cluedo. They were trying to solve a mystery in mm. inside the castle, but it was all puppets. Okay. Now I could have been inventing that in my mind, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that actually happened. Um, 
Somebody just stole that idea. Imagine, yeah. They're, all, they're writing this down going, oh, that's, that's very good. That's, and that, that might be me predicting the future good as a child. Is it going to be Team America? It could be, yeah. Uh, Team Frankenstein and yeah. Team Dracula. That's actually a good idea if you did, because uh, they did Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. And it would be quite good to see Dracula versus Frankenstein or something, wouldn't it? <laughs> just, to, just to be weird. Well, does Frankenstein have any blood for Dracula to suck? Well, that's, that's why it's a good versus. Yeah. Technically speaking, it's the monster Frankenstein is the guy Fair who points. built yeah. Well, no. Correct. Technically speaking, I could have been referring to the, the, the creator and uh, Pete okay, got it wrong. Okay. Pete went to the monster <laughs> first, you see. see. <laughs> because technically the monster should be called Frankenstein Jr. But it doesn't have that fear factor then, does it? You know, Little Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my son, Junior. That's this good Schwarzenegger film when it's happened. This is my son, Junior. <laughs> so I can compose of 65 people from a grave. Uh, yard. Not from a grave. <laughs> That's a very deep grave if there's 65 people in it. So, um, they all wanted to be buried together. That's Some right, yeah. All <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... As we go down, uh, Perpetua just buried. Like we, we want to be like um, we want. Don't you laugh? We want to be like the shawarma of uh, of a crypt. We don't want a conventional in the walls thing. We want a shawarma tower. That's what we want. How do you find sixty five people that are just down to just be boo? I gotta be honest. Um, Genuine enthusiasts. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Uh, well, there's two options really. Um, <laughs> What? <laughs> Are you off the legal? Um, technically, technically, they could be. Um, why don't you do a questionnaire, don't you? Questionnaire. Yeah. You know, that's what makes the streets better. You, you go around uh, the streets of Birmingham where you're men, save the children, you know, cancer research, Macmillan, you know, all of these great charities. And then you're asking, so have you ever wanted to be buried on top of 65 other people? Uh, in a shawarma you're not guaranteed to be formation. on top though you'll be you'll well, guaranteed yeah. no you have to pay you have to pay yeah yeah we're, we're looking for a number 14 at the moment does that sound like you uh, that's right well they did a similar thing in Egypt mm. uh, they built the pyramid scheme you know so it's the same thing yeah but the higher you get in the uh, in the scheme the higher you get in the uh, the stack of people you see that's why we don't have any pyramids because they're illegal in this country now Pyramids? Yeah. What, actual buildings or schemes? Uh, uh, you know what? No, I hate you. <laughs> so, on that note, uh, we've just dis- discussed the, the shawarma uh, formation of uh, how to be buried. Let's just hope nobody steals that idea. <laughs> I think someone Someone will turn around and say, in this abstract part of Eastern Europe or something like this, <laughs> that's, that's tradition. That's how we do it, man. What, what are you, where have you guys been? Oh, so, anyway... Um, that's nice and morbid. Mm-hmm. Start the whole thing off morbidly. I mean, right next to Halloween, it's got to be yeah, in it. Too, right? yeah. Well, no, Halloween's not necessarily a morbid holiday. It's more like when a, the the theory is that all Hallows Eve, right? It's actually there's um, the Celtic calendar is like a four day. Thing. Well, so I think it's like longer than four days. I think it goes up to bonfire night. But basically, there's an extension. And yeah, we're on the eve of when the spiritual plane meets the material plane. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the belief. Or the fairy kingdom in the, the Celtic believe it's more whimsical. Mm. There's Is a game called Folklore on it, actually. Say again. Is that how I got here? We don't want to talk about how you got there. I think you will. Uh, you use your legs, um, to be honest. But I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't there on the way. You could have gone through a portal, I don't know. And if you did go through the portal, welcome to our world. It's nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> You're a bit alien. Um, so, 
No, I was going to say there's a, a PlayStation game, classic game called Folklore. Okay. Which is it's Japanese invented. Yeah. I'm saying this for Shaq, just to you know give him some research. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was one of these unsung. It was made by the same people who've made like Gravity Rush and all these things oh, yeah. since. Okay. Uh, Sony Computer Entertainment in-house, basically, yeah. and yeah. it came out on launch with the PlayStation Two. And it was one of these games that got rave reviews. It was mm-hmm. really original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all about the Irish, um, the festival, the, the five-day festival, mm-hmm. uh, starting with Halloween mm-hmm. and going through. And it's quite an amazing game. So okay. if any of you check the uh, folklore thing, it's set in Ireland mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. But okay. it does so a it's lot a of... Japanese game set in Ireland? Yeah, Japanese developed, yeah. Uh, set in, yeah. Could yeah, so you've got a different, very different island to how it is, <laughs> which is how we like the uh, Japanese interpreted island. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's different. Yeah. It's yeah, very different. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. But um, that was a cool thing, and I think that tells you a lot of stories. It, it's not a, it's not deep. You mm. don't have to like think it's going to be a history lesson. Mm. It's just, it's a clever way of doing something, and I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. I'll probably but look it's, Yeah, it's okay. unique, is that. But then you've also got, we, we sort of nodded to the movie franchise of Halloween. Has any of you ever seen a Halloween film? Not like films for Halloween. Not like the big <laughs> Halloween musical that year, which never has happened except for Nightmare Before Christmas, which I think was released after Halloween, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. It's, Nothing? I can't... If you describe the actual Halloween film to me... There's, there's a franchise of movies, slasher yeah. films. Yeah. Very famous, called Halloween. And it's very... The, uh, you've seen them, haven't you, Pete? You've yeah, seen, yeah. We, we're talking about it. They're about to relaunch. Like a, Basically, they went up to... I'm pretty sure it was 10. Mm. And then they stopped. Rob Zombie, mm. famous for the band White Zombie and his own music, came in as director and relaunched it, re, did a reboot of mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Yeah. And then uh, they're going back to the original franchise soon. Mm. Okay. I've read... But the Halloween films, once uh, we had a tradition when I was a kid, before there was trick or treating or, or anything like this, a couple of my friends and I would um, do a sleepover and we'd just get a stack of every horror film we could mm. find mm. from a video shop, you know, rental. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't want to keep them. No. Because the analog Netflix we were talking about. Oh, Correct, yeah, yeah. 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 The, uh, the blockbuster uh, analog <laughs> Netflix, yes. <laughs> Uh, it was actually even before Blockbusters. It was local one down the road in Studley. The kind and of library that you had to look at instead of just flick through on your TV. Well, that's correct, yeah. <laughs> you you actually physically had to pick stuff up. And oh, yeah. you, you lost a lot of weight in those okay. days because you actually okay. do stuff. Um, mm. And we had to walk a couple of miles to get to the video store because I live in the middle of nowhere at the time. So we had a lot of um, debates. We, we saw a lot of weird stuff uh, <laughs> over the years. The 80s was... A great time for like really, really abstract, strange horror stuff. Then yeah. it kind of went into the nineties and then lessened, and we don't have that so much now. I think the only thing I can really think about as channeled that saw in recent years, there has obviously been all of these uh, Blumhouse stuff um, with sequels, but they're not the same. These franchises back in the day were like as big, if not bigger. Mm-hmm. And some of the top names in Hollywood. Okay. So you'd actually go to see the character. You got Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. You got Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. You got Mike Myers, Halloween. You see. And so we decided to. I think we got one to seven, and we just we watched them all <laughs> in a row. Um, and at the end of it, 
I've got to be honest, uh, you're not scared anymore, but you are literally uh, probably need to be shipped to a psychologist. Um, <laughs> you're just paranoid. Well, no, you're basically like, I can see his point. I yeah. can I can see why he's gone around <laughs> murdering a lot of people now. You've yeah. actually been let out in the street for about 12 hours. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Well, <clears throat> well, truthfully, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, not mm-hmm. if you're sensible. We actually had to skip three. Three is a different one. In, in the Halloween series, basically, uh, it's linked to three characters really mm. one is the older sister of her younger brother who's the one that becomes mike myers supernatural entity thing that goes around stabbing everyone uh then it, the <laughs> family psychologist <laughs> donald pleasant plays in the original one who's like the counselor of mike myers and mm. is in charge of his psychology mm. which is a very strange cocktail but the thing that was cool about one and two in the movie franchise is that when one ends, it goes directly into the sequel in real time to two. Okay. They were filmed in a year gap. So in a sense, it's a precursor to how they did 24. Mm. It's a real time bang, bang, you know. Okay. And that's what's really unique about it, yeah. which um, was one of the reasons that I loved it when I was a kid. Just the arc. And it's literally the first real teen horror film. Really, the one that sort of established the screen mm-hmm. films and all of that stuff. Friday the 13th is always a bit different because it's kind of more of the uh, cabin in the middle of nowhere yeah. kind of genre. <laughs> yeah. And then Nightmare on Elm Street has a whole different way of working because it's the uh, fear of going to sleep, mm-hmm. you know, which is really good when you're doing your GCSEs. <laughs> you first watch that film and you can't sleep, which was uh, what I did. So, yeah. Freddy Krueger freaked me I out. I thought they were all 18s. Um, or did you just do your GCSE? I, I, well, basically, um, <laughs> you say it was an 18 certificate. Uh, I just saw it as one eight-year-old can watch it. <laughs> so it, it, It's more of a guideline. Yeah, yeah. Well, one eight-year-old. I thought, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. I'm, eight, I'm eight now. Yeah. I was doing my GCSEs at eight, obviously. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. This is all fast. I, I I first was introduced in Freddy Krueger like when it came. It's very close to when I think it was the second or third one came out. And I was super young. And I came down the stairs. I used to have this thing where I'd go... I, my parents would put me to sleep with a tranquilizer gun. Because <laughs> I see all the way to... Well, you, you always say they put you to sleep. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, that it didn't. They said go to, They suggested quite heavily. <laughs> That's the technical way. They suggested quite heavily that I should go to sleep. Yeah. So, of course, you, you know you do. And then I did this thing. Well, I'm not going to sleep. Mm. Uh, I'm bored of sleeping. I'm mm. just going to go downstairs. They're not going to notice. I'm going to stealthily come into the room. Because we had the couch, you know. So you walk into the room. And the sofa is set up. And I was trying to sneak in the back of the yeah. sofa and mm. just watch what they're watching for a bit. Mm. Probably try and nip their popcorn when they're not, you know, whatever. <laughs> so they're watching TV and I'd come down yeah. fully aware that I've got to get my height down all this stuff. One thing I didn't think about mm. was that my hair was platinum blonde <laughs> and it practically glue in the dark. <laughs> so if I was trying to crouch, you could still see this massive bulb of white behind, you know. <laughs> so... They would be in the joke, because mm. I did this a lot. They would be in the joke with me, and they'd just humour me for a bit. My dad, one of his ways to stop me, especially this day, was to flick the TV channel mm. onto something he knew would be scary. Mm. Mm. 
and Freddy Krueger's face popped up and they're advertising the, the second or third movie. Yeah. And I literally was like, I got it, I got it, you know, ran away, you know, yeah, like this. So, uh, good parenting technique. I couldn't yeah. sleep at all for a different reason after that, but, you know. But at least you were upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I got out of their way. But it, it's almost like when Thriller came out, because we, we had the fortune of having... And it's really on them, uh, mom and dad. But we had the fortune on satellite TV very early on. And it's it, like I saw the launch of The Simpsons. That's how early we had it. Yeah. And they had Thriller as the video on MTV. It was playing at Halloween, like back to back. I think it would only been out for a, a while at the time. This is why the 80s was crazy because yeah. you had all of this stuff going on. And again, I was terrified of that terrified yeah. of that yeah uh, i didn't think the thrill of move like video was going to be as scary as it was mm. <laughs> that actually like i was like whoa okay <laughs> michael jackson calm down <laughs> well it's got a really fascinating story yeah. about that because that video especially when you're, if you're talking music collaboration and what a special time the 80s was you've yeah. got a situation where the director's uh george a romario did um not a living dead mm. the makeup artist is the guy who did american way off in london mm. Right, which won Oscars. So the transformation, the transformation Michael Jackson has into a werewolf yeah. in in Thriller. Same thing. Yeah, you had Vincent Price doing a voiceover, and he's like the classic narrator of all the old Dracula movies and stuff like this. A very famous vocal actor yeah. in um, in horror, as well as actor in the horror genre. He's like the original Christopher Lee, ah, mm-hmm. equivalent, I suppose, to Vincent Price. Okay. He was also, I believe, he was the uh, the lead in. Edward Scissorhands, the the guy who played his doc, the doctor in Edward Scissorhands, oh, was his last role. I'm pretty sure that was true. But anyway, so it's it was very um, crazy, and that collaboration, being the fact that it was like what a 20 minute ish music video, the whole cut, mm-hmm. yeah, had never been done before. So it was super innovative, and it would be interesting. You'd always love to see that again. It's surprising that metal hasn't done anything like that in our lifetime. Like if you take Slipknot, that that would be the prime candidate to do something even remotely similar. But you've also got Rob Zombie turn into a director, and I don't know why he hasn't thought. Why should I? You know, it would be an amazing thing to see again if the worlds could unite like that. The Ben Sevenfold occasionally come out with something similar. Oh, cool! I mean, they did one for. Um, I mean, it, it was animated, but the one for. Um, a little piece of heaven, right? Because um, that's a good about eight minutes long, I think that song. Um, and the video is it's fantastic. Well, it was it was it was it was more like a short movie mm. that incorporated the song into it, thriller, because yeah. it, it it didn't begin like a song, certainly didn't end like one. It was the ending with the eyes when he turns yeah, the camera. That's yeah. creepy. Oh man, <laughs> that's just that's crazy. That's I'm crazy. Forget that. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was just, um, it's more that, more that it's, it's the kind of theatrical element mm. of it, like turning the whole thing into a narrative yeah. and having a short film is something I don't think I've seen. Slipknot got close. They did the, um, the slow song Snuff and they filmed that like, they tried to do something more uh, cinematic with that, but it's not the same. Mm. I'm talking full collaborative it just doesn't happen now. If like Steven Spielberg came along and did the next, I don't know, like Britney Spears, which would never happen, Britney <laughs> Spears pop song uh, video or something like this, that would be in the same world, but it's not happening. And I think it'd be an interesting thing to happen. Yeah. 
I think that's one of the things that we're losing is like that innovation. And the eight has had so many horror films and mm. all these franchises kicked off. All the originals kicked off. Yeah. Uh, then you had the nineties. So a lot of this reboot stuff's happening. They tried Poltergeist a couple of years back. They even tried Nightmare on Elm Street. They've done one for Friday the 13th, done one for Halloween. More recently, Stephen King has got the, the microscope on him. A lot yeah, of his stuff. Yeah. yeah uh, well, there's a lot coming on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix has got that series coming out, which mm-hmm. is based in his world. Its name eludes me. Stranger Things is a yeah. homage to Stephen King. Yeah. You've got all of this kind of 80s, 90s look. Carrie was redone for technically the second time. <laughs> there has been sequels in between. Raphael Moreau wrote one of them. Shout out to Raph. Uh, we met him in Hollywood a couple of years ago, and that's enough about that. Uh, <laughs> moving on. But um, we, uh, yeah, the, the, it's quite fascinating. The 80s had this very sincere weirdness. Like before we got Halloween, we're watching it vicariously through America. Yeah. We had a whole different take on it here. Here it was more quite severe, serious. We have that medieval link, you see. Mm-hmm. So to us, uh, you can just walk into a castle and go, yeah, there's ghosts here, you know, whatever. There's ghosts everywhere, you know. But it, especially where I'm from, you, you're in such a rich part of history mm-hmm. in that in that place that you've got, like, Cone Court. We talked up about the uh, gunpowder plot being uh, planned there. That's literally three miles away from where I am. Yeah, It's just quite intense, that area. So I always like the kind of, natural romantic ghost story version of Halloween mm-hmm. where we'll sit there talking about the creepiest things we've ever heard or reading that kind of stuff or whatever. But also watching these these <laughs> crazy American innovations in horror, like just some seriously weird and wonderful things. And we used to do that every year up until I think I must have been about 12. My sister had her first ever Halloween party. And I remember that we were out in the dining room, my dad, my sister and myself, building her a coffin to sleep in that night. Like, mm. not Cause like... Because they're, they're nice people. Like, you know. <laughs> There's a, go, a couple of uh, disclaimers here. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes, please put them out first. <laughs> my sister's alive. She's doing very well. Um, big shout out to my sister, Charlotte. You're fine. No, no problem. But the uh, the idea was they turn up at this Halloween thing and it's a sleepover for girls, so they all had to have a kind of novel thing to sleep in and doing coffins. So we're all building a coffin and painting it all black and all of this kind of stupid stuff. I'm wrecking everything that I'm building, you know. And then I just was like, where's mine at the end of it? I yeah. want one. Yeah. Oh, you don't have any friends, so you don't get one. <laughs> uh, but if you keep talking like that, you'll get a real one. So, you know, it was one of them. Um, but off she went to a party and I, I never really had that. We just, like I said, it would be either my best mate, Matt and myself, just pretty much being kids. But we did have a couple of these things where we, we watched a bunch of videos. Mm. But yeah, like, it's a very unique thing. And then the trick-or-treating thing came in, I think, sort of about my second year of high school. Yeah. And it was starting to be a thing then. That mm. Literally, it's only really been the last decade that we've really done anything. And it's still, compared to America, quite lame. Mm. Like in California, if you jump over for a bit, the Halloween stuff isn't... It's so insane. Like yeah. LA, there's, yeah. a, there's actually a parade. Mm. And it takes up a good five miles <laughs> of LA. Yeah. And it's it's literally just... It's like Mong Kok, isn't it? It's, it's like, a big party. Street yeah. party, basically. Yeah. 
But the thing that always eluded me uh, in the American way of dealing with it was the fancy dress was anything. It was just mm. pure fancy dress. <laughs> yeah. You can wear anything you want. You can turn up as a secretary if you really want to, <laughs> especially if your work is a grave robber. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? That's a reverse psychology. You can be a clown, you can be Thor, you can be Superman, Batman, yeah. whatever. It's yeah. not that meaning to us here in, in the UK or Europe as a whole. It's more... It's, there's there's a genuine thing here. There's a genuine thing that last year, especially when Halloween came, the the atmosphere changed, right? And I'm not I'm not making this up to sound weird. It really felt quite different, and it's an interesting thing because it goes back predates so many things that it's almost like you've got to have a sent sent in truth to it. There's got to be some kind of well, maybe it is. Maybe there is a merging of certain you know, metaphysical and physical worlds mm. stuff. Because it really feels like that. And it could be the psychology of all of our lives being told that that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But it's more sensible here. And I could never understand when I was watching like Scooby-Doo as a kid, why are you dressed as a pirate? That's just stupid. <laughs> what do you, do you even know what this is about? You know, like it should be my dead grand, great, great, great grandmother or something, mm. not a pirate. Mm. That's just mm. mad. But it's it's a concept like uh, the Mexicans had Day of the Dead, um, yeah, which they go really deep. Into yeah. Well, that 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 used to be in the summer, yeah. classically, and they moved the date to bounce around Halloween. Okay. So that's that's quite interesting. Cashing mm. on a pre-established cash cow called Halloween. But yeah, like the introduction of trick or treat in England, it was um, it was a weird one mm. because we're like going to the village of Studley to, to do it. So I, I gate crashed my sister who was doing it. I was like, well, you've got that cough in that couple of years. Well, I want to go and do this with you. Well, she was kind of mortified that I'd even suggested being there. Um, but we did this round Studley and it was interesting because you have a really different uh, demographic to America. In America, everyone's, you, you kind of all aboard it and everyone's sort of, it's real friendly as well. Yeah. It's just basically like a community thing. Like, oh, all right, Sam, how's your kid? Oh, they're growing up. Whoa, it's, it's like that, you know. And you're knocking Wait, on doors. Was this? Was this Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. And okay. everyone, everyone. This wasn't just down the road. I thought you still talking about No, no, no. No, in LA, well, all just of America. Just of Americans in Birmingham. That's right. All of America, yeah, yeah. In that American street in Birmingham. Um, no, all of the um, the American vibe is very communal. It's very, it's very cool. It's, it's almost like, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically to establish a tipping culture, isn't it? I think. Trick or treating. Because it's like, you might as well start going on door to door asking for candy and then it turns up those people are waiting your tables years later and going, yeah, I'll have $50 off you for being awesome, you know. Um, I'd try to give them sweets and they'd sweat having it. In an American yeah. restaurant, yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's actually great especially on Halloween yeah. if anyone's listening in from America change your tips to candy just for today and see what happens yeah. then tell us all about it that's an amazing tip great job to be fair I used to have a table long ago when I worked at Pizza a couple of old ladies and their tip every single time was a pound and a word as original Okay. We, we used to fight over this table when they came <laughs> so we all wanted that word as original see that's it well, we had a similar thing, and this is a tangent, but we had a similar thing in our paper round. Yes. There's this one house, um, and I never had a paper. I, I'm a big gate crasher with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I never had a paper round. My friend Matt did, who mm. I grew up with, um, and I gate crashed his paper round. Mm. I helped him out to get some a fraction of the, the you know, sometimes for free. I did it for free sometimes. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I had a choice. But basically, <laughs> there was this one house where this woman, this... Fairly elderly lady, 
would always give us something nuts. It started off like a Swiss, like a chocolate Swiss roll, mm. right? And then it became like gatos and so, oh, I don't know, I, I wasn't prepared this week. What have I got in the fridge? And we get like this turkey, and, you know, and we're just like, what is going on? This is really weird. And it was kind of, the cinnamon was cool before it got strange. You know. I, I used to have the exact same, but it was um, this, this old lady. It was always a bag of sweets and a piece of fruit. Right. Okay. And she, there'd be a pile there every yeah. single week. Mm-hmm. Well, like in a bowl on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. She, she thought you were the friendly neighbourhood uh, canine delivery service. Yeah. That's very good, yeah. Um, but no, like... She was probably thinking, I want to give you something healthy because, you know, yeah. kids yeah. are candy, but... Yeah. yeah, let's have some more sugar with your sugar. That's that's strong. Yeah, that's true. Well, three guesses which one I ate first, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely uh, the fruit. Like a good boy. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's quite interesting because, like, trick or treat, when it came to this year and we were doing it, it was like... I remember like doing this really lackluster throw together zombie thing, which was just, I just uh, laid on the grass while my dad was lawn mowing and he didn't know I was there um, <laughs> to get the costume right. That's what I had to do. Um, you know, there's, 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 there's better ways to get a, a zombie costume. You know, you can rip it off yourself. <laughs> Is uh, that right? You can put, pour like, you know, blood and, uh, well, yeah, fake you know, blood and yeah, stuff like I was, I mean, but you see, the thing is, I was always the Edgar Allan Poe child. I was always the oh, serious kid so in the room. It's got to be method. It, well, it's got to be. It's got to be real. I mean, I was like, I was going for the real approach. You know, okay. the Walking Dead. You know, you can see the makeup in that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's getting harder. It's mm. getting very hard to see it, but you can still see it. Yeah. No, I didn't want that. I, I wanted to go for the whole thing. But basically, if you see someone with their rib cage hanging out and a leg half done, screaming, "Can I have an ambulance?" Yeah. You would be scared. That's true. Yeah. You would, and that's what I was going for. I would I was definitely going for, give them a lollipop. I was going for pure fear, but um, yeah. So anyway, after the uh, near-death experience of trick-or-treating, um, well, what it was was, it was interesting because here in England, it was so new. Mm. And Studley, um, which is where we were we were going, it's a village of Studley uh, in Warwickshire. It's the biggest village in the UK. I didn't know this mm. until the Big Breakfast, which is an old TV show, turned up and told us about it. And we're like, that's fantastic. Whilst at school. So it's a big village, almost a town. Mm. And it's quite... It's quite dense. There's a lot of like hidden areas and stuff like this. So we actually went. It was my sister, her friend, uh, and myself. And then obviously some kids from the village would like you know turn up along the way. But we weren't escorted with our parents. <laughs> There's none of that. It was just kids in town being nuts, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So um, you'd go knocking on the doors, and and it was an interesting thing. Some people thought it was real quaint and novel. Mm. But you, people in England, and this is what never happens in America, at least I don't think it happens, um, they, because trick or treat is, is a question, right? And in America, it's pretty much, oh, yeah, there you go, you're so nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got half that candy and get diabetes, yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, but here, a lot more people are like, oh, you got a trick now, I don't want to see your trick. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, I haven't prepared anything. Well, like, no, like, oh, it's no, oh, oh, no, oh, no, eggs on the windows. Oh, no, oh, that's, like yeah, that's, okay. before we get to there, <laughs> this was like year one, trick or treating in England. So that hadn't fully been established. That happened, but it didn't happen straight away. We had these little firecracker, the ones that you the yeah, throw and they, they pop, you know. And my mate who joined up, uh, I think it was Chris. He just joined up in the brigade. We've we so I'm like tag along, man. We're just going trick or treating. Cool, yeah, all right, wicked. 
he had a pack of them. And so when this dude was like, watch a trick then, he threw a whole handful into the carpet, which set his carpet on fire. I'm not even joking. It was like a fireball. And then and then Chris was like, we gotta run. We gotta run now. And I'm like, that's actually the most craziest trick ever. You literally just, why you can that freaking carpet, man? That was insane. How'd you do that? He had he put his hand in his pocket and he had a big bag of them. Yeah. Took a, a good handful. I just lobbed it, but it was the one of them synthetic, you know, gimmick carpets, and yeah. the whole thing just lit. <laughs> Honestly, the best thing I've ever seen. Um, so that was cool. So and let's just hope that guy isn't listening today because <laughs> he knows where to look now. <laughs> He's probably dead. But basically, um, <laughs> gotta say, what the fire got him. He, well. he had the swarmer formation. Oh, I was one of them. See, um, he was. Uh, I think he was about. 52 and a 65 stat. Oh, okay. Okay. So he was about there in life, uh, yeah. 52. Yeah. That was about 30 quid for that one, wasn't it? Uh, no, that one's that one's the uh, that one's like the above sea level. So um, that's that's kind of uh, so that's a high that's spot. A bit more prime, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's about three four grand, I think, for for the 50. <laughs> grand. The 60s is where it gets really expensive because you mm. get you know the uh, you get the bird's eye view, don't you? Because mm. the birds can see you mm. from that view. Mm. If you're on that penthouse spot. Yeah, yeah. You're looking seven figures. Yeah, seven and they usually figures. put the fattest dude on top just so it, it counterweights. Okay. So it gets everyone nice and snug and jam-packed. Okay. We're putting way too much thought into this. <laughs> so anyway, so the trick thing happened, and then literally as the night progressed, the eggs stuff started and flour and all <laughs> yeah. kinds of stupid stuff. Now, this is what happened. It was a huge controversy in England because we just did not... It was literally the purge. Okay, you ever seen the movie The Purge? Yeah, yeah, it was that, mm. but no one died, right? It was just kids without any chaperones being mental all night. <laughs> and to add to, for every one or two hours, it's like, I got a trick. Mm. And, and you've got nothing except for vandalism, because that's all you can come <laughs> on a fly. Um, 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 I'll smash your car up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all you can think of on a fly as a teenager. Like, um, uh, I can do balloons. No, I can't do balloons. I'll, break them. No, um, I'll just put a, I'll tell you what, this is sticky. I'll smash your headlights. How's that? You're like, that when it's good. So, uh, and I don't know where these eggs came from, but mm. they came from everywhere. Like, literally. Um, yeah. You just don't know. You don't know what's going on. Like, seriously, I'm surprised eggs aren't part of Halloween in this country. Anyway, so it was a weird one, and it literally felt like the per. It felt it felt like I was in South Central, yeah. California, and gangland, mm. back in the heyday. Mm. But instead of bullets, it was eggs <laughs> and flour. And actually a kid uh, from the shadows, because it was pitch black here as well. It gets really cold. It's like about minus three or something. It was, it was really cold. And it was one of these things where it gets dark, three o'clock, and then it's pitch black all night, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it started off, it was like a typical horror film. It started off, oh, yeah, we're going trick or treat. It's great. Every, every three hours, they give you all this candy, and you're starting to get the sugar highs. And it wasn't like a mate. You didn't have a nice thing to put your candy in, which they've started to do now. You had your hands and, and your yeah. pockets, yeah. you know. And obviously, I had that lawnmower look. So I was, <laughs> I mean, I was sketchy at best. But then this kid who I later found out who he was, the identity of him. This kid, the whole night, it was like an episode of South Park meets the Purge. This kid, the whole night, would just come in like he was an extra out of nowhere and start smacking me, like, repeatedly with this huge plastic battle axe that he had. What? So he had this, like, crazy mask on. Yeah. 
And for some reason, because the village is so big, but there's all these back alleys, it just fly out for some reason. <laughs> if you had a camera crew following you on the show Cups or something like this, right? Yeah. And you had a camera crew following you. Yeah. My view is what you're seeing, you know, mm. so you're seeing this and everyone's in front of you and all this stacked, right? And then you suddenly get this dude smacking the cameraman <laughs> on the back of an axe, right? And you turn around and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I had this axe all night. And it was like, it would be like an hour break and then he'd come back and start whacking me with this axe. Another hour. He was doing whack. the shopping runs for the eggs in between. Could have been. That's he could have been the runner. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, it was literally like the purge. I should have filmed it. I'd have made tons of money. But it was basically like total anarchy. Mm. And I remember through the night, we um, we did all right. I mean, we, we were lucky to survive, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, we all covered in flour and egg and stuff. It was kind of weird. And I remember going home and going, it's not like that in America, is it? It's, it's nah, no one, nah. No. It's just like ask that. for sweets and you get them in America. Well, <laughs> you see this in California, like, being on, like, having been to a few now in, mm. in, in LA, you get, for the adults, or when I say adults, you know, late teens, early 20s, straight through to 70, 80, because it's mm. California, mm. Um, you get this street party, and it is, like, just mm. mental. It's, like, it's crazy mental. Right, really is for the kids, for the six <laughs> or seven that are around um, in the more suburban areas, because we're based in Hollywood there, you know, so you can't get more crazy town than that. Mm. But by the beach communities, Venice, uh, Santa Monica, all this, it's a lot more Beverly Hills, obviously. Mm. You will see just like these adorable kids. Really excited mm. with their parents. Everyone's in costume, chaperone. That's the key ingredient. Chaperone kids. Don't let them rampant in the village. <laughs> Our year, that year, that first year of trick-or-treating became the most controversial thing in England. We had people like, loads of people having heart attacks because they were terrified of yeah. what was going on. You know, it literally was insane. All the old folks were saying, we don't believe in it, and shut the door, bolting the door. It was mm. almost a zombie apocalypse for mm. an old person. I like smacking in the, the doors <laughs> with the old rafters and all of this, bringing, bringing their furniture out. Yeah, come and help me Neville. You know, this sort of stuff. And uh, all of our kids, I was just mad. And, and they were saying, should England ban? Mm. Yeah, trick or treating, that. right? Those yeah. Because yeah. it was at nuts. Mm-hmm. It was literally at nuts. So I think we're in this uh, even keel now where people, uh, we, we've adapted more of the American sensibility. And for a British person to say that tells you just how unsensible we've evolved to be. And we've taken the sensibility of trick or treating from America now. I think we've just got more used to kids hanging around on the streets all year round anyway. So when it comes around to Halloween, it's actually, it's not as bad. Mm. They only want candy. Do you know what I mean? Not your wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're actually right. That's actually uh, an interesting thought. It's nice. Yeah. Great. You only want a Snickers. Fantastic. It's also that we grew up and I think anyone who's in my generation will look back at that time and go, God, man. Back in, back in, yeah. and studly and blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. it's like Vietnam Vietnam War we're all kind of we got post-war trauma like you you'll see you bags there, man. yeah yeah <laughs> we'll be in Tesco's late at night 24 hour Tesco's going to the candy aisle <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god so bad about that. you know start freaking out yeah. anyway after years of therapy uh, we've established a, a better Britain so that's good uh, we're not so crazy this day and age it's kind of interesting we Win and I never saw the trick, it's not that rampant still. I mean, there's been a, <laughs> there's been a few really crazy shady times that I've had with trick-or-treaters, but 
where my parents live because it's sort of my parents house great house but in the right context perfect horror film location really is and i've actually done in college a horror film there which terrified my mom uh <laughs> she's living in the house <laughs> but basically like uh it's an interesting location really so when you get a trick-or-treater in that neck of the woods, you really have to be quite a determined trick-or-treater to go to that area. Mm. Uh, you know, you have, it's, it's pretty much like go through the forest, go through the thing, da, 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 and you end up there. <laughs> and it's funny because by the time they get to the house, uh, I don't know what expectation they've got, but I always wanted to do the, the greatest thing to when you open a door you got like an axe in your head or something, like, you know, <laughs> all this prosthetic, so you're bleeding profusely. And you're like, have you got any uh, tissues, mate? Like, <laughs> you know, um, you just want to do something. And I had this, it was a tradition, really, to freak them out. To, and we, we'd only get one every couple of, you know, centuries. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, my dad was the best one. My dad clearly wins this. I was coming down, I think I'd planned to go somewhere to, I think we were doing a midnight horror thing at a cinema or something like this on Halloween years ago. It, I was in my 20s then. And basically, my dad was just going out, I think he just shot a rabbit or something, he'd gone out in the field, not shot to kill him, I think just a warning shot over the bowels to freak him out and get him out of the, the land. Mm. But he'd just come back in with his shotgun. So he's got his double barrel shotgun over his shoulder. Trick or treat comes, and he's just automatically side door, front door. Hello. <laughs> and the these kids, door? yeah. I was coming down the stairs, and these kids. I'm like in full goth mode at all, you know. I like all this band, band heavy stuff. That's over shotgun. These kids. The door opens. Before they could say trick or treat, they all looked at us <laughs> and just legged it, <laughs> you know. Uh, and and that's your like, standard every day. Well, my dad was like, "That's funny." <laughs> Off he goes. My dad, brilliant. But it was it was totally an accident. I I had one situation. Um, it wasn't trick or treat. It was actually Christmas. But I'll tell everyone about that at Christmas. We'll keep that for Christmas mm. for the Halloween thing. Just to tie up my side of it. The um, I've had a few interesting experiences. South Carolina. I had the uh, what we called the redneck Halloween, where. Uh, uh, they needed to take the fence down in the in the yard. Uh, the landlord had asked the uh, the group people there to take the fence down, so we tore it down, set it up like a pie of barbecue. <laughs> it's basically the biggest bonfire you ever seen. Mm. Taking a piece of metal uh, grip, like we 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 built the best redneck barbecue I've ever seen on the planet. <laughs> And with the grill, I think was just the grating from something from the floor is just metal. Chucked that on, got steaks from uh, nearby Walmart, and just cooked down uh, this amazing barbecue. It was crazy. Lit it with gas. It was so it, like <laughs> got his got his leftover from his car. Just poured that on it and just okay. amazing. So that was fun. Mm. And then I think they had a Halloween party, which was uh, set in this weird kind of community center bar thing. With a bunch of people who are like serious, like the thing is in England, we'll have a Halloween party, fancy dress, everyone's wasted in about five minutes. I don't know what it is about here, mm. but we get drunk before we end up at these parties. So we're coming in through the door and just walking into walls and stuff like that. When Half the blood's real once you've done that. Yeah, right. <laughs> in two hours' time, everyone's <laughs> unconscious and puking in the, in the plant pots or something. It's just, it's not very romantic yeah. situation. Because it is the most romantic of holidays, isn't it? It is, it is, yeah, no, it is, no, it is, no, it is. 
Don't knock it. There's a lot of romance in it, actually. But it's more the romance cusping with tragedies and stuff. So, just to wrap up that, the difference, if I had to summarise the difference between, say, if you go to a costume party in the UK mm. at ha- Halloween, <clears throat> it is just a party, really. Mm. The costumes are incidental. No yeah. one really notices after about five minutes. Yeah. But it's also that the sentiment, if you're serious about Halloween here, it goes into a lot of the Wiccan pagan druidism stuff of the winter solstice and all of this stuff. Mm. Um, but there is a lot of people that have a really good you know, vibe and a lot of haunted houses, a lot of people doing investigations and stuff like this. We have Most Haunted playing uh, on TV here a lot at Halloween, the Halloween live specials. But in the USA... When you walk into a room full of costume party, especially where I went in uh, South Carolina, the thing that was really funny mm. was everyone was in character, like in their character. There's no real characters. Everyone was just goth or something. Yeah. Um, eyeliner and black hair and all this stuff. And they were dead serious about their character. No, I see, I see demons. Every day, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not surprised, mate. To be nice, nice costume, what yeah. costume? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it was kind of weird. So it was a weird thing for me as a culture shock to be the kid that is, um, you know, like I'm into all of the the, the vibe, but I know <laughs> I don't see demons because you know, hello. Um, but basically, like it was just funny, man. Like I'm just walking in expecting everyone to have a good time, and they're all it's like a rehab group. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. My name's Jasper, and I see demons. <laughs> so thanks, thanks for sharing, Jasper. Cheers, man. You know what's your name? I'm Brody, and I like to. Uh, I've got a three hundred year relationship with a mommy. Okay, oh, good. <laughs> I'm really re- strong after so long. <laughs> yeah, I'm a re- I am. I'm a reincarnated pineapple. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it can get me out. Uh, you know, it's no wonder that Ozzy got he was normal when he left Birmingham. He got turns up into America, he goes mental. Yeah, it's what happened to him. So, uh, yeah, so Halloween. So, just a quick round of room mm-hmm. to bring uh, your best Halloween memory, Shaq. Well, I haven't got too many, but the one that I've got is kind of best and kind of worst. Basically, basically, my mum um, promised me that we'd go out trick-or-treating. Like, she, I got the costume and everything. I was so excited to do it. So, um, she promised me that we'd go trick-or-treating. And then we realised that we can't go trick-or-treating in our area. Because our area was not good. <laughs> our area was no Literally, good at all. Yeah. I will leave it at that. So, um, we said, okay, let's go trick-or-treating around Manan's area, which is a lot better. So, we said, okay, cool. So, we drove over the, to Manan's area. And then she was like, yeah, fine. Everyone, I know everybody around there anyway, so you can trick-or-treat. I was like, cool. Mom, let's go. And she said, oh, okay, let me just talk to you, Nan, for a bit. She was sitting there and talking to my nan for about three hours. It was like 11, half 11. And I said, Mom, can we please go and go to the street? She said, we've got plenty of time. I said, it's not even going to be Halloween in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so um, bottom line, I didn't get, end up going Halloween. But um, a lot of the kids in the neighbourhood was doing trick-or-treating themselves. So they came to our, my door and then I got to like you know laugh and joke with them and then give them sweets. They gave me some of their sweets as well. So it was still a fun time in the end for them. <laughs> yeah, so I, think, so I think if you actually had started trick-or-treating yeah. after 11 o'clock, yeah. that's actually akin to robbery. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know how I feel? Literally. <laughs> Ding dong. Hi. You're asleep. Not anymore. Can I rob your house? <laughs> 
You're anyway. likely to get a can of lager at that time of night, aren't you? Well, I think most people will just uh, phone the police, to be honest. We've um, <laughs> got no sweets left, but all JD do for you. I mean, it's, it's quite interesting because the vintage, just to, just to wrap up uh, Shaq's story before I go into yours, Pete, yeah. but the, the, the thing that was interesting, what you said, is that clear thing of when it does go dark at three, it knocks everyone out. Mm. Like, you get to 11 and it just feels like it's... You've got so used to darkness by then. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a weird mechanic. It didn't really hit me until I came back after the five-year gap. And I was just like, man, that is... That's just brutal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quite it's quite all year round in LA. It's, it's a, I think the, the time zone changes. Well, sort of winter is about an hour mm-hmm. in the sun, sunset difference. Yeah. But here, man, it's crazy. It's almost like uh, you're living in Alaska, almost. We're not, but there you go. <laughs> so, Pete. Well, I dress up every year for work. Uh, we have to do it. Well, yes, because just for the, the uh, listeners, that's because you usually work naked, don't you? Yes. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> for the one day a year, you yeah, dress. I dress up. That's, that's good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which one, Mike Tyson? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh just, just, just wearing them around my waist like a belt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He likes it. Yeah. If Mike Tyson's listening, we don't mean any of this. We love you. You're very established. Danny said it. Very established uh, boxing champion of the world, and we love you. Anyway, yes, so you dress up. Yeah, so I've been through all your normal do zombie. I did scream there once, never again. Never working in a mask mm. in a warm restaurant. Mm. That wasn't fun. Um, but a couple of years ago, my um, my boss at the time, we're um, my boss again now, we're good friends, known each other for a long time. So he decided to send me a lot of pictures on what I should do for Halloween, what I should dress up as, in a family restaurant, bear in mind. Yeah. They were all men in drag. <laughs> and I'm not the kind of person that you give a challenge like that to. <laughs> um, so I turned up for work as Snow White. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What are, you, what are you doing this year? Uh, I'm, I'm Hagrid this year. Are you? Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's, I can yeah, see you, yeah. you're already doing your method with the exactly. teachers. I gotcha, I gotcha. I'm, I gotcha. I'm, I'm on my way to work after this, so I'm in costume. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. strong. Yeah. I've got a wand around here somewhere. I'm the, I'm the young Hagrid as well before his wand's been snapped. Oh, you're, you're, the, you're the original, yeah, not yeah. the sequel. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right, Shaq, you can read now. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so, when, finally. Um just going to give a bit of background first because it's very different in Hong Kong. Yeah, um, it's extremely different in Hong Kong. Well, not only is it different in Hong Kong, the way the, uh, where I uh, grew up is also very non-conventional. So first thing is in Hong Kong, trick or treat is more like America. Second thing is... But only in certain territories, I feel. Not everyone does it. Yeah. Because it's usually like an estate, like uh, an enclosed area where... You know, well, the, the main so. the main difference being, and just to put this out there, there's not many houses. It's it's like this yeah. is like high rises, yeah. and mm. so it's a bit hard. You could do a floor by floor situation of trick or treat, which would be like trick or treat in a hotel. And because the you community know. is so big, like in terms of numbers, you don't know who's participating or not. So yeah. a lot of you can't just go through like you know your forty levels. It's high almost rise, it's almost knocking on everyone's door. It's not. It's you know. almost a biblical story of the Passover. So those that are engaged in the activity, they leave the symbol outside to say, yeah, we're up for it. And then the others just cross their door with goat's blood. Yeah. So if there's a seven head outside their door, you can go and knock on it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. they're up for it then. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, back to the story. You basically know they welcome trick-or-treaters if they have decorations, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but where I grew up, because uh, my dad taught in the university, 
I actually grew up on a university campus, mm. so uh, it was a very different community. And um, I had my uh, god sister as a next door neighbor, so we'd go around with all the sort of university kids, mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> university lecturers, kids, and do trick or treat. So that was quite an, you know, it's a very warm uh, memory. Yeah. But uh, I remember two costumes mm. that I did. And it's kind of interesting because... Was it a warm memory because it was a heat wave? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, just just a fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, I guess. warm and fuzzy. Okay. I mean, I think I, I always liked the Celtic element of Halloween. Like, yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know a lot about it, but mm. I liked it. So um, I remember being a gypsy mm. once, like, trying <laughs> to get in touch with that, yeah. you know, spiritual desire. Were you actually a gypsy once? <laughs> or do you just recall imagining? Because I'm trying to set up, because the way you stated it was like, I recall being a gypsy once. Do you? No. Past life. That's an amazing... That's yeah, that could have been. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my name is uh, Celtic Roots, so it's the yeah. anglicizing yeah. Okay. name. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and the second time was uh, I was a Chinese vampire. <laughs> cool. Oh, hopping. Which needs a little explanation because yeah. Chinese vampires kind of um, hover or hop, which is... Why in uh, Chinese temples you have these massive steps when yeah. you go in, mm. so vampires and ghosts can't Dynasty houses get over as them. Well. Yeah. yeah, can't get Ooh. through the door. Well, they're actually not necessarily. It's it's a really weird hybrid. It's not necessarily a vampire like we know, and it's it's almost like a zombie, yeah, ghost, vampire. But it doesn't take blood. It takes spirit. Mm. You see, and then this is all part of ancestral uh, ancestral religions mm. of. Canton and all of the kind of tribal religions of China is basically where you have a lot of uh, shrines. The shrines yeah. are there so that you keep feeding the spirit of the dead mm. so yeah. that it's happy, so it feels like it's part of the family. And if mm. you don't do it, it turns into these hopping vampire things. <laughs> Made very famous in Sleeping Dogs, the video game. Yeah. The Halloween version of Sleeping Dogs that they did as a bonus. Mm. Uh, has all these hopping vampires and wins cousin. If you want to be entertained for three hours, you just get Duncan around. Mm. Uh, shout out to Duncan, live, listening in Chicago. You get him there and he'll just be laughing for hours upon end while I whoop a load of these things, but yeah. like in the game, because he just finds them hilarious. <laughs> just thinks they're stupid. It doesn't sound the scariest thing ever, does it? A hopping <laughs> a vampire. Hopping vampire. No. Well, it's... Yeah. No, I mean it. It, it it's def- it's more in the ghost arena. Yeah, I'm assuming, it, I'm assuming that's the name you've given it rather than its yeah. actual name. Yeah. It's it's an interesting one though because the um, well actually the let me just uh, translate because in Chinese it's actually more like a corpse mm. thing, so it's yeah. actually more akin to zombie. zombie yeah, than yeah, that. no, it is. Yeah, that's okay. just the translation. Yeah, whatever. Well, I think it was. Mistrust. There was a lot of famous, um, like Chinese ghost story stuff in Hong Kong. Classically, it's very linked to martial arts. And in that, I think it was wrongly translated as vampire at some point to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, yeah, it's more feeding corpse, mm-hmm. like soul. That sounds a bit scary. Yeah, I'm just imagining a zombie on a pole ghost. It's no, no, no. It, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not necessarily how bounce, they. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah, it's it's funny because in the game they do sort of like they're a bit bunny hopping. Yeah, but, but, but basically, like that's not necessarily how I think that they are meant to. I think they're meant to slide like that. You know what I mean? Of course, no one's seen one. Michael Jackson on a pogo stick. (laughs) Well, Michael Jackson dances. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, a moonwalking pogo stick. To be be fair, to be fair, like when The Walking Dead came out, 
I literally thought that he should cameo. Because to stop the zombies for at least five minutes, you mm. just get Michael Jackson, get a blaster, and just get him on dancing yeah, for yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Off you go, Rick. You carry on. <laughs> they all dig it. So basically, what they in a zombie apocalypse, zombies react to music, and they're really good at, at synchronized dancing. Damn. So you know, that's a different kind of musical. It is, yeah. Right the Rockin' Dead. Yeah. Um, That's probably a musical that you'd watch. <laughs> uh, no. No, you still wouldn't no. watch it. The <laughs> only musical that I have ever, 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 I see, musicals make me brain dead. Uh, so, the only musical I have ever enjoyed, mm. because it makes sense, mm. is Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Because it makes sense. It's in an opera house. Of course it makes sense. And it's clever. Yeah. Very clever. Very clever. So Very clever. specific. And it's so specific. Mm. Ah, yes. Um, I did like the uh, Tim Burton uh, Sweeney Todd. Mm. I did think that was that very was a good. Musical. Yeah, oh. it's based on the musical. They, oh, I see. they went into the musical and filmed it. You see, and then it became a filmed musical. That's that's all you have to do, kids. Just go to the West End. It's not piracy in musicals. <laughs> it's not. It isn't. Um, well, I suppose it is, but it's not the same. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can even do it in 3D these days, uh, if you're actually physically there. Isn't that great? So, <laughs> so there's a tip for you. Get up and go well, to I, the I, yeah, No, I'm going to the first time I went to the West End, I brought, my, I brought my 3D glasses and I was blown away. Mm. The, the effects are so lifelike um, in, in the West End. That was a massive fan. That's why you were blown away. Yeah, I was, yeah. No, you're right. I was situated by the Riot fan and yeah, I got blown down a wind tunnel. Yeah. So on that note... Uh-huh. And uh, just everyone around the world right now, whatever your take is on uh, Halloween, whatever you, if you're curious about the history, look it up. It's very intriguing as an actual event, especially if you're from the UK. For us, it's, I suppose for us older kids in the room, mm. it's kind of got a, a very sensible, almost ghostly kind of, it is romance. It's a romance of tragedy. You know, you just read Macbeth and Shakespeare. It's that, <laughs> you know, but basically Wherever you are, have a good one. Yeah. Uh, we will say if your kids going out trick or treating, and I mean kids, not like your young twenty-year-olds <laughs> that are going out. Uh, who cares about them? Um, and that's basically a pub crawl anyway. Yeah. But basically, for the kids, please chaperone them, keep them mm. safe, keep mm-hmm. yourselves safe, enjoy it, have a good time, yeah. and don't, don't forget, don't forget, <laughs> all of us here. Don't forget to watch our show. When you get yeah, back, yeah, it'll definitely. make more sense if you're drunk. Yeah. carry on <laughs> and enjoy it that's us next week next week launches our side YouTube project which is basically going to be a side show before we start podcasting so we'll see you back then literally we'll see, you'll see us we won't see you it doesn't work two way does it <laughs> no we could do we should I mean we could invent that yeah, yeah. we'll send the scientists out they can invent yeah. it but we'll see you in that sense and we'll also be here next week podcast as usual yeah that's us out enjoy FIA episode 1 Project FIA episode 1 mm-hmm. uh, we hope you do don't we yeah definitely we worked really hard on it so uh, hopefully you do we did it. some of us worked harder than others um <laughs> No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm not Come saying on, you. I'm not I saying you. Around. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. No, I wasn't pointing that though. I'm just saying in general. You're a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, honestly, Shaq did. Well, we got you to walk everywhere. Never. We, we said we were filming it. We weren't. Um, so anyway, um, wrap up. So thanks very much. Uh, very excited about the show. It's going to be great. So episode one goes out Halloween on Amazon Prime. I'm done. Are you done? 
Yeah, Are you done? I'm done. Happy so Halloween. over, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. There you go. Over to win for the raffle. Stay tuned to our YouTube edition next week. And don't forget to find us on Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Search Project FIA. And also keep updated with us on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. Yeah.